Hello and welcome back to The Duchess and the Baron. I'm the Baron. And I'm the Duchess. This is episode eight, which means we've been doing this for eight weeks and approximately uh, two months. So, hurrah. <laughs> Whoa. So what are we all about, Baron? <laughs> we are. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Uh, we are a married couple and uh, this is, the Duchess is very passionate about the royal family and uh, the, the royal history. And I'm British. Yes. So that means I get a part in this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you have grown in appreciation. Can I say that about the royal family? Yes. Grown in understanding at least. I think it, it's more, uh, I, I appreciate how hard they work. Um, and, and like I've said before, I don't envy their position that they're born into it. There's not much choice. And even for those who have uh, been brought into it, like uh, Princess Catherine of... Arendelle. Of Arendelle. <laughs> um, you know, she, it's, it's tough. So, yeah, uh, definitely more of appreciation. Um, so, if you are listening to us, you've found us on the podcast, but there are a few other ways that you can follow us. Uh, we have an Instagram account where the Duchess posts daily on uh, a multitude of things, uh, such as lines of succession, um, all royal royal things. All like I always say, all things British royals. Yeah, which is what's been so, your favorite post? Royal events. I mean, the line of succession I think has been the most. Yeah, I don't know relevant. Um, popular. It's, it's yeah, my favorite. I really liked the twinning moments of Diane and Catherine because there were more than I realized, I think, ever. So that was just like a fun, that was just like a fun, silly post. Um, but there were so many. It's just fun seeing that. Do you think that's um, intentional by the the PR people of If it was Meghan Markle, I'd say it's very intentional. But I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there is some intentional moments right um but i don't know it was just it was just like a really fun post to put together um i don't know like i think the first picture was like them in like pink like bright pink and and i don't know it was just very cute and fun and silly yeah and we all know that only royal members can be wearing pink so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah okay um and i think we're gonna give our first royal shout out of the podcast this week so it's the Royal Fashion Blog there on Instagram. So it's Royal underscore fashion underscore blog. They gave us a little shout out this week, which is really touching. And I honestly love following them. Their latest posts have actually been about um, predictions about what some of the royals will wear to the coronation, which is so much fun, like what they will wear fashion wise and, you know, any tiaras or anything like that. So definitely give them a follow. They're great. They post all the time and I love all of their content. Yeah, I mean, so I'm going to give a shout out back. <laughs> if you don't already follow them. Um, well, I, I didn't know that was the last post. So I, I guess I have a fashion prediction. Oh, okay. If Harry does attend, um, I'm expecting him in short khaki shorts. I mean like British short shorts, like the ones that you say I wear and are too short. Uh-huh. Um, and Hawaiian shirt with a little uh, looped, do you call them looped or hooped earrings? Wait, 
This is for Harry. Who? What oh, he'll wear if he okay. goes. Okay. Is all SoCal. Wait, is Montecito in SoCal? Yeah. Is it uh, it's kind of like mid cal. Mid cal's not really a thing, is it? Sounds like a diet. Yeah. So how how much what percent of milk fat do you want? It's like oh, it's mid cal. Yeah, I mean, if he even goes, probably he will. But so what did I say he was wearing? Something. Ridiculous. Yeah, I could tell you. I'm paying attention. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, we are on Instagram. Uh, did I say Dutch and Baron? Yes. D U C H. Yep. And Baron. And then what was your blog post at? Cause it's on Substack. The same. The same, I guess. Dutch and Baron. Yep. Twitter as well. So. How how okay? If I had to look for that on Substack, is it just like how would I find it? I would go on Google and put Dutch and Baron Substack. Okay, all right. Okay, I was just I, I don't know if those yeah. handles all the all the podcast episodes on there and all yeah. the content. Yeah, yeah. Content. Um, we moved from WordPress because it's just a more centralized, easy way to I think host everything, and we can have the podcast there. Saves us time. Yep. Yeah. So saves us money as well. We we used to use. Uh, a different but, yeah. uh, software. But. but yeah, yeah. feel free to subscribe and you will get all our contact on Substack and it's all free. So, um, yep. Anyways, should we get on with our little agenda for today? Let's do it. Yeah. So, of course, every week we go over the Royal Cocktail and Trivia and then we will go over Royal Events and Highlights, which is the Baron's favorite part. We will go over a royal day in history, and then the Baron actually takes the last topic that we talk about. Which um, is going to be about rugby. Yes, because there's a lot of rugby going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let's get into our royal cocktail. Baron, do you have a guess who it's about? Um, I was uh, <laughs> I was going to make a mom joke, but... Uh <laughs> No, it's not her. Okay, uh, who who is it? Yeah, so royal listeners, I feel like I have to apologize because I feel like this woman, we should have had this topic about her long ago, and we have it, and I can't believe we have not. But it's about. Wait, princess- wait, let me let me guess. Who? It's uh, the, the the princess of Moldovia, the one that Anne Hathaway. What's the name? Oh, Geneva. Geneva, yeah. Is it her? No, not quite. Oh. No, it's Princess Diana. I'm pretty sure we Like, did. we have not talked I'm about sure her. we did a cocktail on her. Did we? I, you, we may, <laughs> I think we have. We have. Didn't n- you say like French 65 or something? No, I feel like we have not done it on her. We've done it on Princess of Wales, Catherine. We have not done it on Princess Diana. We've done it on, Okay. I will give you a royal rundown. Eliz- Queen Elizabeth, King Charles, Queen Consort, Prince William, Princess of Wales. And then we did it on... Okay, I'm not going to actually go through all of this. Philip, Anne, Sophie. Mm-hmm. We have not done it on Princess Diana, which is ridiculous. Okay, and nice. I just apologize because I feel like we should have done her... A long time ago. Okay, well, fair enough. But that's who we're going to do it on. So, Baron, would you like to go first or I can go first? Because. Unless you want me to do it on Anne Hathaway. Is, it, is the name Anne Hathaway? Yes. Yeah. Do you want me to do it on her? Well, she's American and not like a real princess. 
No, okay. I will go first. So, Princess Diana. So, I was very intrigued to do, like, a classic champagne or a mimosa or something like that. But you know what? I do think she had a little, you know, I think she was very sweet. But I think she did have, like, a little, you know, she was, I think she could be, I, I think she was a little feisty as well. Like, she could be, right? Um. I mean, she was a strong woman to go through kind of everything she went through. And she was a strong woman. So with that, I'm still going a light drink, but I think something with a little bit more kick, a vodka soda. So with maybe a little cranberry juice. Okay, the Baron is giving me this look like, no, you're wrong. It's like, like, um... The best way I can think about it is like, okay, we have bought you a brand new car, dad. And like, as if our family said that to me, it's like the car of your dreams. You love this. You're going to. I mean, the other one uh, would be like a mimosa. So I'm expecting like an Aston Martin or something. And then you go, it's a a Chrysler Pacific event. Oh my gosh. No, I mean, she could also be a mimosa. I don't know. I just think, like, a classic, a classic drink. Okay. Well, like, okay, Baron, what would you say she is? Well, um, we actually had, uh, uh, ah, crap, I can't remember what it was called. We actually had uh, a a little chat in our work happy hour about, um, you know, some good cocktails and stuff. So there, there was one, um, is it called a, um, a side by side or something? Not a side by side. Uh, it's like a sidebar. I think that's true. Sidebar. I, th- I think I have a sidebar. Anyway, something like that. But no, the, the one that I'll, I'll go for is a, a Manhattan. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Is, well, I feel like it's stylish. It's quite um, fashionable. It's a it's a bloody strong drink. Um, it's got vermouth, um, rye whiskey, bitters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, I feel like I and need to... And then you to... said yours is a, a Chrysler Pacifica van. Excuse me. No, I'm like, I'm trying to do her justice, and I feel like I you couldn't. Just, no, yeah. Uh, another one that I thought of that came to mind would be like a Kia Royale as well, which is a creme de cassis. Okay, well, okay. I have, I have a second. What about like a Gimlet? From I, Lord of the Rings? No, like a Gimlet. It's a drink. I still think it's a classic. Because I think at the end of the day, I think she exuberates. That's a word. No. She. Maybe you're exuberated <laughs> right now. <laughs> but no, I just feel like she's like a very classy woman. Was. Was. R.I.P. But, okay, so maybe, like, a gimlet. Because, okay, so do you know what a gimlet is? Yeah, they're about three foot, four foot tall, carry a large axe and friends with a couple okay. hobbits. So it's a drink with a clear spirit, lime juice, or sim- and simple syrup. So it's originally used with gin as the base, but you could also use vodka. But I feel like it's just, like, a refreshing, nice, classic drink. Is it gin that you can't drink? Yes, I do not like gin. Um, too many college days with gin. Gin's like a really, it doesn't feel like it's a college type of drink. Like, I don't know, any college student or when I was at university saying, 
Well, get I'm me one, a gin. No, I was not. I was not like get me a gin, but I'm also one of a kind. So it was. It was put like a, a cheap bottle or something. That was like no, it was actually a very nice bottle. But anyways, Bombay Sapphire. So I real no, it was. It was, it was a, yeah. Which I think is decent for a college kid. Yeah, yeah that's decent. I'd um, go along with that. So, yeah, no. So, for Princess Diana, I know those are the two drinks I gave her, but I feel like just like a classic drink, any classic drink will go with her. And I know that's very open-ended and vague. So, what did you settle on? Bombay well, Sapphire? I mean, I think a Gimlet would be good. Oh, Gimlet. Yeah. Oh, Gimlet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, are you ready for the trivia? Sure. Who's it on? What Diana? did you get? What did you get last week? Two you and actually half did three. okay. So and a half you three. didn't fail last week, first time. We'll see how you do with Princess Diana. Okay. I, I feel like we need. Um, so wait, wait, wait. Let me let me just. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, get we'll, some we'll, music. We'll, we'll pause. We'll pause. So I've got some game show music coming in. All right. So I, I have a theme tune. What I'm thinking is I'll, I'll deliver it. A new game tune, theme tune every time for your trivia every week. So we'll mix it up. Yeah, let's listen to okay. it. You ready? Yep. Welcome to Sunday Night Football in a cold Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers up against Brock Purdy and the 49ers. And now for Royal Trivia. What do you think to that Wow, that was <laughs> exhilarating. Are you ready for the first question? Yes. Okay. How many times did Princess Diana meet Charles? Did then Prince Charles? Um, did she meet Prince Charles before she got married? So they got engaged in 1981 and they met in 1977. I feel this would be... Um only fair to give me a multiple choice here. Okay, multiple choice. Seven. A, seven. Yep. B, 40. C, 13. And D, 100. A, seven. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> 13. She met him 13 times. Oh, I was trying to just look at your eyes and and your face. I was trying to just think of numbers. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. 14. She met them 13 13. times before they got married. I'm lucky for some. Yeah. 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 But 13, I mean, thinking about you've only met your spouse 13 times before you get married. Oh, because I'm guessing they weren't weren't living together either, were they? No, no, you're not allowed to do that. I don't think. Um, yeah, it's not a lot really, is it? No. 13 times. It's not like the, um, I don't imagine there have been huge durations of time they've had had. Wow, they pushed that one through. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I mean, not to bring it back to like Charles and Camilla, but I don't know, I mean, they seem, they, they seem close before that time for a while, so... As someone going into that relationship, it's a bit, it's a bit intimidating and hard to, I don't know, I guess compete with. Not bringing that in, but you know what I mean. If you meet someone thirteen times and this person has spent a significant amount of time with someone else, well, you're still in the the honeymoon 
phase, like very entrenched in the honeymoon phase where you're probably starting to feel a bit more comfortable with the individual. I think they had sex before. I don't think that's allowed. I know, but I said, do you think? Oh, I don't know. It's a big part of it, right? Yeah. I don't know, I mean, 13 times. What, you didn't do it 13 times before they got married? <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, they only went 13 times before they got married. Okay. Okay, next question. How many siblings does she have? And bonus question. B, 40. What number in her sibling line is she? Um. How many siblings does she have is the first question. One. No. Two. No. <laughs> B, 40. <laughs> no. Oh, you want me? Uh, uh, three. <laughs> no, she had, she is the fourth of five children. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so she's the second youngest. What happened? Why are they never spoken of? I mean, so... Or, the, or at the funeral, because it wasn't her brother that... Well, she has a, a couple brothers, right? So doesn't she... she do, doesn't Did, she have a brother named Charles? I don't know. I'm pretty sure she does, um, because I remember reading about it, and I was like, that's very weird. Um, no, she has a couple brothers. So, yeah, so there is a Charles Spencer... Who's the ninth Earl Spencer? Um, and I mean, one of her brothers, and the Baron thinks that the crown is truth. So, um, but one of the other, so there's Lady Sarah, Charles Spencer, Jane Fellows, Johnny Shan Kid, and John Spencer. Wait, that's five separate people. <laughs> So let's see. Um, who are your siblings? But yeah, isn't that? Oh my gosh, she is on the royal.uk site, which I'm surprised they've kept her on here, to be um, completely honest. Um, okay. But are they all um, full siblings? Let's uh, just looking at this. So I know obviously her sisters would probably carry another name. Well, if she's the fourth out of the f- out of five, right? At least her older. And she's got this Johnny Shand kid. He, he carries another name, and then John Spencer. Well, she grew up with three siblings: Sarah, Jane, and Charles. Her infant brother John died shortly after his birth, one year before Diana was was born. That's sad. Yes. So wait. So if if they have that, then then they have a, another child called Johnny. John Spencer. Why not? So they had two children called John. Anyway, all right. Okay. Well, we need to come back to this. Um, but then. This is parents Janet Kerr. All right, this this doesn't uh, make any sense. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll take the point for that one. 
Okay, so so her siblings are, she grew up with three siblings, Sarah, Jane, and Charles, and her infant brother, John, died shortly after his birth, one year before Diana was born. So, I believe Charles was younger than she was. Let me double check that. Um she was born in 1961 and he was born in 1964. So yes. So yeah, so she's a fourth. Yes, yeah, she's a fourth of five children. Okay. Well, As I said before. Uh, I mean, we need to come back to this cuz I'm I'm not seeing the same I thing. think John John is her older sibling. He's 63. One year. So, John, her infant brother, died shortly before after his birth, one year before Diana was born. Yeah, but then there's, there's a guy called Johnny Shen. So, so, her older siblings are Sarah, Jane, and John, and then it was Diana, and then Charles was after her. Okay, all right. Um, so, she's the fourth out of five children. Okay, all right. Um, what's the next question? Okay. Um, let's see if this one's quicker. What was her favorite band? Wham. No. Um, Duran Duran. No. I mean, is it in the eighties? Were they big eighties? I think I, I think you say seventies, eighties. Yeah. Fleetwood. Nope. All right, give me the letter that it starts with. A. Abba. Yes. Good job. I don't know how many points you got there. One out of three. What was the first question? How many times? Did she meet Charles before? And you said 40. No, I said seven. I said A, seven. You did not get it right. No, I don't I, Excuse me. I, um, I don't think B should count. Why not? She was a fourth out of five children. I don't know if she was. She was. I was just looking at this. It's really confusing. But let's not. No, let's not she stand was. Let's move no, on, so she had Sarah, Jane, and John as her older siblings, and Charles was her younger brother, which makes her four out of five children. All right. Okay. So that one, I would say, is correct. Okay. All right. What's after trivia? <laughs> it's royal events. Which okay. is your favorite? I wrote, well, sarcastic. Wait, I just want to resolve this. Um, I just want to make sure I'm correct. Well, let's resolve it next week when you've had some time to look at it. Just no, yeah, no. So Sarah, Jane, and John are all older than Diana, and Charles is younger. So she's the fourth out of five children. Well, there you go. Yes. Okay, so how many did you get right? One. Good job. <laughs> Okay, so we have royal events next. Maybe we should make this fun. What royal would you like to hear royal events on first? Um, Meghan Markle. I mean, there is some royal events on her, but um, probably not worth all of our time. Okay, well, I asked for I mean, Harry's supposed to go on like a... Uh, Stephen Colbert or something again. Again? Yeah. About South Park? I don't know what it's about. I've seen something, and I don't know if this is true, but it's about, like, the 
they asked him like ten or fifteen questions, like favorite food and like random questions like that. And but you've seen a, a clip of this, or huh? no? I I think I saw like an article or it was like a Twitter, so I cannot say that is reliable. But I also saw so they have like an Archwell Award, um, and there's a I think NWACP awards coming up and. Their Archwell Award does not show up in the list. And I think they have to sponsor it and all these kinds of things for it to show up. So there's been rumors that they've kind of, I don't know, been trying to, I don't know, say like, oh, Harry has to go on like this talk show and stuff like this to kind of take away from maybe it will or will not show up on that award ceremony, right? I don't know. I mean, that's the latest I've heard about it. I cannot say any of any of that is true or false. So, I do not know. Okay. All right. Well, um, but you asked about Meghan Markle, okay, so well, yeah, I yeah, was giving enough, you the um, low. Okay, who would you like to talk about? Okay. Um. I mean, we could talk about the first one I have is the BAFTAs. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Big. That was big. Yeah, so the Prince and Princess of Wales uh, were at the BAFTAs. He is president, which I think we talked about last week. I did not know. No, I thought it was Biden. <laughs> I did not know that he could be the president um, of it. Um, but there's been a lot of talk about specifically what the princess wore. So William, everyone I think, everyone I've seen is like he had a classic suit, it was double-breasted. Um, sorry, listeners, I am not, like, my fashion lingo is probably <laughs> not the best. No, um, keep talking about breasts, though. <laughs> but he was wearing Tom Ford. Uh, the Princess of Wales wore a repeated Alexander McQueen white dress, but this time she changed it a bit, and then she wore gloves with it. So the gloves is what really brought on the controversy. And I would love to know, I've told the Baron my personal thoughts, but I would love to know his thoughts about the look because he's definitely seen it. Um, the gloves are like from Cornelia, uh, something, something. Um, and I think it's it was supposed to be a, a, an homage of uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Did you actually read that, or is this just you saying it? No, I read it. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I was like, wow, I'm impressed. Um, yeah, no, that's what a lot of people have said. Um, Does that change your, because you, you didn't think it looked good, really? So. No, I mean, I, I respect that. Um, I just, the gloves weren't doing it for me. I mean, I think she, like, she is a beautiful woman. I think she looks good in a lot of things. I think she could have done better without the gloves. They, they, they just weren't working for me. I mean, I, I thought the dress was really beautiful. Um, the gloves just weren't doing it for me. I really like the earrings. I really like the dress. The shoes, I think, like, had to be pointed out, like, in a certain certain images. Like, I didn't draw my eye to them. But they matched the um, earrings. But I don't know. I think if you're trying, I respect what she was trying to do. But I think there's a lot going on. I um, I wore something similar. To the BAFTAs? 
No, it was a toga party at college. Oh my gosh, stop it. Stop it. I just didn't have the gloves. Oh. Mm. So, what did you think about the gloves? Because um, you said why you think she wore them, but what did you think? You think it was a hit or miss? A bit kinky, really. Something maybe Williams on when she's grabbing his ass as well. No, she did. She did do a cheeky butt tap. Yeah, so maybe it's all just a hey. I it's mean, it's a role play. You know, everyone said leave saying the gloves on. <laughs> all these things are like sh- they're being very friendly, right? And uh, Meghan Markle said they weren't. They were the opposite, but. I mean, and at the end of the day, they just looked really happy in all those pictures. Yeah, right? they had fun. They had fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it, it might be um, that criticisms actually uh, led them to, to be themselves a little bit more in the public, so something that probably backfired on um, Miss Markle. Yes, Mr. Markle as well. <laughs> um, okay, wait, so did you like the gloves or not? No. No. What if they were white gloves? What if they were shorter? Like I think there could have, I don't know. They, I, 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 I imagine that's what she does her washing up in. If she were to do washing up, no. But I also think like with gloves like that. So they're formal gloves, right? So we're formal gloves to the coronation, the BAFTAs. I know it is a formal affair, but I don't think it's a gloves kind of thing. And let like I you think have it, it to, can be. I think it can. It be. It can be, but I think you have to do it very meticulously. Hey, you didn't even know what the BAFTAs were until a week ago. I didn't, but they but are like that, the Oscars. I just don't think the BAFTAs are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're like the Oscars. I mean. Did Sam Smith go to the bath? No, it's just it film, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if, it, if it's like those outfits, I don't know. Okay, so that was probably the big the big deal, what, last Sunday? Um, what else happened? So the king met with uh, Ukrainian soldiers that were being trained by the British Army. So he met with them, kind of seeing what they were going, the... What what do you to, um, what's the date today? Today's the anniversary of yep. the stop. Yeah, war. yep. So it's officially one year, which is crazy. He also visited the Felix Product Project, sorry, which is a charity, which is a redistribution food charity. So they redistribute food that can't be sold. Um, so he went there this week. Uh, the other event for, so the Countess and the Earl of Wessex are in the Caribbean. So they visited Turks and Caicos, the Cayman Islands, and the Bahamas. And there hasn't been that much tanning talk or coverage of this. I thought there would be a lot more, but I mean, I feel like it was very similar when the Princess Anne and her husband went to New Zealand. Like, sure. I don't know. I feel like if. The Prince and Princess of Wales or the King and Queen concert went on an international tour. It'd be everywhere. But I don't know. Yeah, it definitely has flown under the radar. Yeah, yeah. So so they've been there and, and I've posted more pictures and descriptions about what they've been doing. Um, so this is another one. So there's been brand new photos of William with his parents as well as Queen Elizabeth at Bat- at Balmoral in Scotland. New photos have resurfaced and those photos I think are getting auctioned off. Um, have you seen those photos? Yeah, I think you posted. I did post them. Did you see them? I think I saw two. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they're just like new photos that we haven't seen. And I think a lot of people are saying like, oh, these photos are like when they were happy and, and, and stuff like that. Which is sad that you have to attach that to something like this, right? Like, oh, these new photos of like a child and his parents are getting released. But you have to attach like, oh, when they were happy. Just, I mean, it's just a little sad. I think, um, no, I know what you mean, but I, I think people, you just try and um, find commonality with the time or think about it. And obviously, they're a big profile. Yeah. Divorce. Um, Obviously. Um, and then the other one. So, as we know, the Queen Consort last week had COVID. So, she had to cancel her event. But she attended her first engagement with the king this week and they introduced the queen's reading room which excuse me um is a charity to um basically encourage I'm not reading <laughs> i'm not gonna give this justice um so it was really j- just the reading room but now it's the Queen's Reading Room. And yeah, it is, I mean, essentially to encourage reading, but encouraging like young people and things to, and young people um, to get into reading and kind of bettering their life from that. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I probably didn't put it in the best way. Well, I probably should encourage you to do a little bit more reading. So <laughs> Excuse me, but now it's a charity to encourage that and get more people reading and things like that. Uh, controversy did actually come out about it, though. So, I don't know. The books were just all full of pictures. No, no. So, I'm not as familiar with this, and I don't know if maybe you are. Um, okay, sorry. I'm going to put a quote from the Queen before we get into this, just to correct. From, from the grave? Okay, so Queen Consort Camilla. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, there you go. About the reading room, I am now delighted to announce that the reading room has become a charity working to close the gap between readers and writers and helping people of all ages and backgrounds find and connect to books. The development of my reading room could never have happened without you all, and I'm deeply grateful to each one of you for your support and contributions to it. So that is the premise. Of the Queen's Reading Room. Queen Consorts. Queen Con... No, it's not Queen Consorts Reading Room. It's just Queen's Reading Room. But literacy and these kinds of initiatives have been a key priority of her public work. Mm. Like, she has done a lot around this. So, it falls in line with what she's doing. Um, if you were... Because it seems like if uh, if you're a royal, you get to kind of say, this is my passion and this is what I want to support. Mm-hmm. If you were a royal, what would you choose for for your passion to, to support what would you choose oh, i no, i need a couple minutes or and a couple of seconds on the podcast you don't have a couple of minutes a couple of seconds to like think about this um do you have one yeah, it'd, be, it'd be to do with sport yeah i mean i think for me so my family is originally from the Philippines, and I've seen a lot of people in poverty in third world countries. So I'd see if maybe there could be some work or charity around that to help maybe third world countries in poverty, um, because I've seen kind of the effects of that, and it's really sad. And 
you know, a lot of them can't do much about the situation they're kind of born in. Um, so maybe something around that. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What about you? Yeah, I, I think sport. Like, I, I think sport. What, what, what with the sport? So I, I think, um, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff on the news that's, um, especially in the US, is very divisive about kind of, um, I guess, dividing races um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when I've played football, uh, at least in my experience, it's only brought people together from like all backgrounds and everything is like equal on a sports field in, in soccer. And mm-hmm. I just think about the friends I play with here and the, the backgrounds. It's like, you, you f- it's very rare to find another setting where, uh, and obviously I'm talking about football and soccer here, that yeah. you have all of those people kind of cross over. So I, I'd probably do something around um, kids that don't have uh, necessarily access or awareness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably it, it's going to be um, lower income areas. I'd, I'd probably set up um, clubs. For, for, for boys and girls. Yeah. And yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. Um, I was gonna get into some sport. Okay. But I'll save that to the end. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna focus back on Kate and William. So Kate visited the Oxford House nursing home to visit some of the residents and staff there. But it was also on Pancake Day, aka Mardi Gras, aka Fat Tuesday. Um, and let's hear from the Baron more about this tradition. Cause I think in the U S we are not very familiar with pancake day, very familiar with Mardi Gras. Like I think in the U S we call it Mardi Gras. Right. So she was like flipping pancakes and saying like, I'm going to go home and we're going to make pancakes for dinner. And I was like, Oh, that's really nice. And then throw some beads. Yeah. And then we also got texts, I think from the Baron's family about like making pancakes for dinner. And as an American, I'm like, what the heck? I know this is uh, Mardi Gras. Let's go party in New Orleans. Um, so, Baron. Yeah, that, that's, that's Mardi Gras is not a thing in the UK. It's a big thing in the US, though, and I think that's how I've always known. It's and Cake Day, day and, and Fat Tuesday, because in the US it's just like, it's Mardi Gras. You wear purple and green and gold. And eat pancakes? <laughs> no, people, I have never... Sure, it's sure of Tuesday, right? That's the yeah, religious. yeah, yeah. But in the U.S., like I am not super young, um, but I've never eaten pancakes on Mardi Gras. No, we. I mean, the U.S. eat pancakes every other five minutes. It's. A I mean, we eat pancakes. Do do you not eat pancakes in the U.K.? No, that's why we're 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 not an obese nation. I mean, I think there's other things that make the U.S. obese. But, yeah, so I think as an American, like, I just did not know about Pancake Tuesday. Well, pancake Day. It, we don't have pancakes as, like, you know, your fluffy... Like breakfast. Yeah, it, it, that's not a thing. Um, so it's it's like it is a treat. And, and just the, the texture of them is, is the, the different. Um, How are they? They're probably closer to crepes, um, but thicker. And you put uh, 
treacle syrup on them. What's treacle syrup? Imagine um, maple syrups. I mean, it's relatively thick, you know, maple syrup as it is. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine something closer to tar <laughs> that's slower moving than maple syrup and thicker, but very, very sweet. Is it good? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just pure sugar, <laughs> golden sugar. Um, I think it's it's called like lion's maple syrup. Just have a search on your thing. Is it lion's with a Y? It is with a Y, oh. yeah. Um, Sorry, uh, treacle syrup, and that's T-R-E-A-C-L-E. Okay. Oh, I see it. Wait, is it Lyle's black treacle? That's probably it. Sh- show me so I can see what we're looking at. It's like in a Yeah, that's it. Then, then can? To, yeah. Treacle. That is beautiful. So, so go, go to the images so you, you can see what it's like when it comes out. It's like a... Oil. Molasses? Is that what so, they call it? So it's like a lot. There's a golden and there's a black. Yeah, so the the golden what, one what is have? The, the one that's in the green. But doesn't that look, even just that, the the packaging, doesn't it look like kind of 1940s? Yeah, I mean. But that's how it always was. It probably still is. Yeah, I mean, I would not want to get my syrup out of a can. We, it's different here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so... Um, so, the, is this like a delicacy to get pancakes and syrup? A, yeah. Okay, I, I, because I mean, in the I US, say, like... I would say delicacy, but it's a... No, it's but it's not treat. like... No, because our daughter loves pancakes, so she gets pancakes at least once a week. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably so, you would, but you wouldn't get pancakes once no, a week. No, it really would be maybe once, twice a year as a child if you remember that you want pancakes. But that stuff, that treacle... Um, syrup in that can um, because you knew it was like really sweet and it didn't get used that much right because it usually was for pancakes so you'd probably have it in there for about five years so it was always going to get in the the kitchen stool to go up into the top cupboard to get the, the treacle and scrape the bottom of it off and then yeah you know, just just you just eating pure sugar yeah um, same with like if you had nutella spread or well, that's really, I mean, that's interesting. That's like, as an American, oh, I thought everyone ate pancakes. No, no. Um, I think my mom was terribly good at making them. My dad probably did a better job. Yeah. Well, yeah, so she celebrated Pancake Day, and she, like, well, flipped yeah, some pancakes. Because you have to, you flip it, right? That's Yeah. The, uh, okay, Mardi Gras. Okay, um, so I'm going to go to William next. He visited Passage Charity to open two new residential buildings um, called the Bentley and the Passage House. So he's a patron there, and he visited um, Passage Charity when he was young with his brother and his mother. So he did that. Any, any comments? No. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Good. So basically the charity works to end homelessness and support those in need. Good. If you wondered, Baron. <laughs> this is not the Baron's favorite part. I know it's not, but um, there was a lot going on. There was a lot more going on this week than last week. So, and I think, oh, oh my goodness, my sport event. 
not my sport event, but the royal event. Um, so the Prince and Princess of Wales have a lot of events going on next week, so we'll talk about that next in our next episode. But on Saturday... Well, I'm probably going to talk about this, aren't I, as a whole subject, so maybe you want to save that for... Okay, well, I'm just going to talk about their appearance, but... The, uh, their appearance? Yeah. Okay. Um. So on Saturday, if everyone's familiar, the Six Nations Rugby match rugby tournament there you go tournament um is a championship championship is going on so on saturday it's wales versus england and uh the princess of wales is the patron of the rugby football league and rugby football union so she will be rooting for england but prince william is patron of the welsh rugby union so he will be rooting for wales last year we got a little glimpse of george there so maybe we'll see a little glimpse of george and maybe charlotte we don't know yet but william and kate will definitely be there but they'll be on opposing teams we are going to talk about this in a little bit though so i won't spoil the fun okay okay any comments um i I need more wine okay we will take a pause okay we're back um, the, the wine that we're drinking tonight, we should comment on. It's our sponsor. Is it? I'm yeah, a, I guess it yeah. is. Would you tell it? From you got it. Costco. Well, my mom actually got it. She was <laughs> nice enough to give it to us. It's from Costco. It's a nice Pinot Grigio. So Kirkland Pinot Grigio. Go Costco. Nope. It's okay. It's a box wine, and you promised it was like a Rombauer. Yes, I was joking with the uh, <laughs> the beer. Well, I had some really nice wine actually before this, so it's all good. Okay, should we get to the Royal Day in History? Yes, let's. Okay, so this also has to come back to Princess Diana. What a full circle. Um, so we are filming, or not filming, sorry, recording on Friday, February 24th, 2023. And in 1981, on February 24th, Prince Charles and at the time Lady Diana, um, announced their like really awkward engagement. This is where I think even in the crown, because the Baron thinks the crown is truth. That's where, um, that's where he made like the really awkward statement of like, if this is what love is or something like that. Do you remember the crown? Um, I do remember the crown. Shall I look for it? Oh, yes. So, um, so they were asked like, what is the meaning of love? And Diana replied, of course. Yeah, I think not the meaning of love, but like, are you in love? And then Diana replied, like, of course. And Charles said, whatever in love means, as he looked awkwardly at the floor. Here, it's this, it's this video right here, Baron. Remember, it is in the crown, because I know that's the only thing you watch of the royals. But. For months, the couple have been trying to avoid the photographers. The relationship between the two sides has sometimes shown a certain amount of strain. 
But that had all vanished when the prince and his lady stepped out into the garden of Buckingham Palace. People sound more British back in the early 80s. Absolute stunner. Absolute gorgeous woman. And then you look at that sounds like you. She's my granddad. It was amazing when they first did that photo. This is like it seems like it's meet Diana, this woman who was part of a documentary. We all thought. And uh, and she came across very well. And he came across as this bizarre, stuck up sort of 17th century figure. Do you find it a very daunting experience that uh, now you're about to uh, marry the Prince of Wales? It is, but I've had a small run up to it all in the last six months. (laughs) And next to Prince Charles, I know I can't go wrong. There with me. He clearly didn't want to be there. And it's easy to sit here now and say that's the fact. But when you were watching it, you know, it's like you could see his mum's boot print on the back of his jacket. Are you in love? <laughs> Lovely little question. Very right, typical question to ask people who've just got engaged. And I suppose in love? Of course. <laughs> Whatever in love means. <laughs> Said, if you would have said that, I would have liked. Child said, oh, "Well, whatever love means, you know, alarm bells." Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's always a winner that line. It always works. If a woman ever says, oh, "I love you," just say back, "I know, oh, darling, I love you too," whatever that means. But mutter it. Don't <laughs> say it. It's almost like she's nudging him. Come on, we don't tell you. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So they announced their engagement. I mean, and let's bring it back to the beginning of the episode where they're only met. 13 times before they actually got married. So. Well, in, in that video, like when they, they ask the question, it's, uh, and, and she kind of like looks the other way and goes, well, of course. It but, is very awkward. But yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. So it's not, it's it's not natural. Like, it's not like beaming. I'm not saying you have to beam <laughs> to be in love, oh, but. If you're 13 I, times and you've just got engaged, you should be like, over the moon. Think about other yeah. people on Instagram now that post the pictures. Oh, me and you talk about our honeymoon phase. We're like, oh my gosh, in our honeymoon phase, like. Yeah, but you know what? Like when we get engaged, people are like super stoked. In yeah. these days, like it's it's such a big thing, and she's like very subdued and is like, uh, whatever love. Is. Well, that that was Charles. That's what I mean. Yeah, but it was it's awkward on both sides. I don't think it was just Charles. Yeah, no. Agreed. So they're clearly but she was just so young. They just had a row. Yeah, or something. So that that's uh, that was that's 1981. Yeah, so 1981. That was Your maths expert. Forty-two. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Cool. They would have been married or engaged forty-two years today. Which probably means they'd have been married for forty. If, I don't know how long the. Uh, yeah, I mean, royal engagements are usually quite short. Yeah. Like six months. I think this, yeah, they might have even said it. It was going to be like six months yeah. or so. No. But yeah, I mean, their engagement pictures were beautiful, but it's always that thing. And that's when her ring was introduced that she picked out of a catalog, which was a big... Argos? Big deal. I don't know. Search, search Google Argos catalog. A-R-G-O-S. What am I looking for in this catalog? Yeah, I mean, it's there, but what am I looking for? It's got images. It's a bunch of games. No, 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 just just like go um, to the third picture and I'll tell everybody what you're looking at. Okay, what are we looking at? So that's about eight inches thick. And it's... What is it? It's this store. This is apparently Tom Cruise got something from uh, Argos as well. He had to get 
something when it was cruising. So uh, Americans don't know what Argos is. No, I think Argos is like a, a Greek word for, um, I don't know, I think it was like uh, Greek mythology. Anyway, Argos is, you don't have it here. And it's a really hard thing to explain. But basically, it's this huge catalogue. And then you go in the store, and it's like uh, a normal store, but nothing in there. Like, it's empty until you get to this piece, uh, to, to like a checkout or the, the, the attendant. And there's there's like four or five of them. And you've got a little um, pe- uh, pencil <laughs> and a, a little sheet like you'd be in sushi. And you write down like uh, number seven five seven two C, and then they look at it, and then they bring a huge box or whatever it is, and that's it. So it's like this. So it's, now that I think about it and talking because I haven't been to Argos in probably decades. But, Are you uh, saying she got her ring at an Argos? That's why it's a joke. They do rings <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, it's, <laughs> but um, you could you could knock somebody out with that catalog. But yeah. around Christmas. The Argos catalogue was amazing as a kid. And there's a certain smell that I can even just, you know, what taste What a creeper. Now. You can taste the smell. Well, you know, you know what I mean? Like, but it's just so, I don't just, it's print, right? It's ink. It's just, there's so much ink in that thing. Never put that on a fry, fire. It'd be like a, a rubber fire. Okay. Argos. A rubber fire. Listeners, Tire lovers, fire. please comment if you are into this fad next, next as time well. we're next time we're in the UK, I'll take you to Argos. It's not fad; they're huge. They're a huge. Do, do company. I want? They're about the same size Argos? as Target. No, no, they're not as big as Target, but they're big. Yeah. Okay. That's not where she got her ring. Great for kids at Christmas. That's yeah. all I say. Yeah. Well, that's not where she got her ring because her ring's beautiful. Now Catherine has her ring, but she got it from a catalog. She picked it out. Could so. could have been. Could have been I guess so. Well, if anyone from Argos is listening, let us know if the Princess Diana got a ring from that from you. There you go. Highly doubt it. Okay. Yeah. So that is our wrap up for the Duchess's topics. Now we um, are going to give it over to the Baron to talk about sports. Uh, wait, where's my <laughs> sports music? Um, I won't put you through that again. Okay, so I do have a. I actually have a game for you. Okay. So there's. I have uh, some questions. Um, so first, there's the six nations in the rugby championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first part is. Who's in it? Who's in it? Can you remember? Okay, Wales, England, Scotland, Ireland, Italy, France. Yeah, well done. Well done. Okay. Do I get six points from that? No, that 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 was just to. I just need that was a a knowledge check just to make sure I knew you could get the the rest. So no, I mean I feel like I should no, get no, no, a, that. That is six separate answers. Cheer, I'll give you a cheers. Well, everyone cheers. who's listening, I got all six teams, and as an American, we don't know what the Six Nations is. But so. I told, we've talked about this like in the two previous episodes, so it's like, it's just memory. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> The actual test is. Hey, I feel like I, your dad, and stepmom should be listening, and siblings should be listening because I feel like they'd be very proud of me right now. I hope they would. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, no, I think no, they would. Okay, so um, I the, the, this test is you have I'm to I'm going to fail me. the rest of the test, but I got the Six Nations right. So these, are, I'm going to do play all. Oh, not like players, I don't know. No, 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 no. national anthems. Oh. And I want you to tell me like which one belongs to which and oh, see what you get. Oh, gosh. I, I'm going to apologize now. Okay, are you ready for the first one? No. Okay, here we go. I don't want to like insult anyone. So. Just be nice to people. No, I don't want to insult anyone if I get it wrong. So I'm just going to apologize now. Do I need to. Yeah, I mean, have a guess. It's one of six. There's a few clues in that, though. Wales? Okay. You're not going to tell me if I get it right or wrong? No, no, no. We're going to do it uh, all. uh... Lovely. Okay, try, try. I apologize again, everyone. Try this one on for size. This might be my favorite. Wait, so I have a question. Yeah, there should be some singing in this. Oh, here we go. England. Okay. Wait, so I have a question. Wait, can we pause? So I know God saved the king slash queen. Like, it changes, right? Is that the British national? You'll have to see. Well, we'll have to see. So you said England for that one. Well, no. I mean, but if that song, if God saved the king is like England, then obviously that one's not it. Okay, well. But the king, it's like over the whole United Kingdom, so... I feel like it'd be yeah, the British. There you go. Maybe that's what I mean. Maybe it's a oh trick. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is the third one. It's a good game. No. That's beautiful. Beautiful, that one. Ireland. Okay. What's what's been your favorite so far? The three. Um, I think I like the second one. Yeah. Okay. Wait, that that was on the English national anthem. You thought? Oh my gosh! It's not okay. the English national. This is anthem. the fourth one. I feel like this one's the English now. Okay, well, I was hoping there'd be some uh, some words in that well, one. Well, I feel like that one's also the English one. Okay. Can I get, like, phone a friend? Sure, who are you phoning? I mean, I want to phone your family. 
pretty early in the morning for them. <laughs> okay, so um, you, are the countries you have left to choose from? Yeah, no, I have a lot, but we have three. It could be Scotland, France, or uh, uh, Wales. No, so you've said Wales, Scotland, France, Italy. I think those are the ones you haven't said. Scotland. Two left. This one's Scotland. (laughs) So the last one is not Scotland. Okay, so this one's Scotland. So the last one's not Scotland. Do you want me to play that one again? Yeah. Sounds a little bit like Star Trek at Star Wars at the beginning. I'll do maybe Italy. Okay. I don't know. We'll see when I... At least I I got one right. Last one. Oh, my God. (laughs) This one's England. (laughs) Wait, okay, so... That brings up a question. Why is that England and not of like all of UK? Because isn't the king all of United Kingdom? So shouldn't it be like a... I mean, it's a good question. Um, I, 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 the United Kingdom... Um, that's a good question. Okay. Uh, well, well, there's no national anthem. So I guess the one that you said for England, do you want to listen to that yes, again? Yes, please. I mean, I would say France for... A- <laughs> well, just just listen to it. There is a clue. Is that like Wales? <laughs> So, I've said Wales. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm very confident about Scotland and England. Okay. So okay. <laughs> so those two are right. So the first one. Uh, France. Wait. What are you just? Are you guessing for the? Well, it's not Wales. I don't think it's Wales anymore. Wait. No, I do. No, I think it is Wales. I mean, they're singing in French, so that was probably one of the clues. I don't know French. I know Spanish. If Spain was in there. I don't. Really? Yes, really? Spain in there. And I don't. Okay, so that one was France. Okay. okay so listen. Italia, Italia. It's really hard to hear that if you don't know what you're listening for. <laughs> like, fair enough. So it was. And friends. sorry, we don't have this kind of like in American sports. So I, I we like don't the, have I, this. Yeah, yeah, missing out. Um, well, tell America. You, have? America. You have a national anthem. Yeah, but we're not like 
we we don't have six nations football or like baseball. Canada, Canada's got a team. For what? Baseball. Yeah. Hockey. We don't like have like a big tournament with them. Olympic Games. For football? No, I mean football. You're the only country that really exactly. plays. Exactly. All right. So the next one. I think this is maybe my favorite one. Closely followed by Italy. Is it Ireland? It's Wales. Wait, I guessed Wales on that one, didn't I? No, you said Ireland. (sighs) This is the Irish one. Sorry, but I got two out of six. You got two out of six. I think I'm glad you got this one. I mean, this one was like. Hey, okay. I will say, I will say, I am rooting for Scotland because that's the only, well, not the only, but British Isles out of the family. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I got the country that I'm rooting for, and we're the Royals. Are from England. Which into that game? That was good. I didn't do well in it. It's tough. I I'd love to know tough. how everyone else did did in it as they're listening. But aren't national anthems uh, terrific? Yeah, but it's like hard to. I don't know those kinds. I don't know, like to actually hear the words, distinguish yeah, I mean, the words. But so, so the Welsh national anthems in Welsh. Yes, I, um, I would guess. I would guess they're all in there. I don't know if the Irish one is. I, I think that might be in, um, I don't know if it's in Gaelic. Okay. I'd hope it is, but I'm not sure if it is. We'd have yeah. to ask James when he comes to stay. Yeah, well, my um, family's Irish, so oh we're going to ask my family. <laughs> they're not, there's no Irish in them. No, they are. Um, but yeah, I think they're really powerful. I think because yeah, it's no, very they're really good. Yeah, And it's different, like, at soccer games... There is there is power there in, in the national anthems, but in rugby, I think the national anthems, and they have the men's choirs or the Welsh men's choir um, that, that sing it as well. There's just a, a lot more history and passion behind the national anthem. Yeah. Well, so going back to like, okay, so is is the English one, is that the English national anthem or is that the, like, what's the British national anthem? So it is the British national anthem as well. So, um, so like Great Britain at mm-hmm. the Olympics, that's what would be played. Okay. And if you think about that's F1 what I know. as yeah. well, like if, if Lewis or yeah, um, what if what if like in F1, what if they were from like Scotland? Would it still play that anthem? It's still it's still the British. Yeah. One, yeah. Well, okay. Because so they had David Coulthard, who was um, yeah a Scottish driver. So as an American, I remember the first time I heard that song. This is probably going to sound very silly, um, but not knowing about kind of like even what your country was. (laughs) National anthem is. I remember when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this tune is like my country, tis of thee. So the U.S. basically like stole that tune, just put it to one of our American songs. Um, But they don't teach you that in school. Coco Melon does the same thing. Yeah, but no, but they don't teach you that in school, right? So I remember the first time I heard it. I think probably in 
a sports setting or something like that. I was like, oh, I was like, wait, I know this tune, but you don't learn that in school. You're just like, oh, yeah, this song is American. Um, But it's interesting because it has the same exact tune, different words, same exact tune. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, So I think with the National Anthem, and the reason why I did it was it's very specific to rugby. And even that, and I'll talk a little bit about this, um, about rugby union and rugby league because there's there's different uh, variations um it's it's like going into war for for these players um mm-hmm. because it's it's obviously it's very physical which isn't the same as soccer like there obviously it's uh um there's some level of contact in soccer as supposed to be like a no contact but anyway yeah so so you've got all of these very powerful um songs um, that they sing before, but if you think about the Pacific Islanders and New Zealand, uh, Australia, uh, Fiji, uh, they do the the haka, mm-hmm. right? Well, actually, in Australia, don't. But um, that's a big part of it. Basically, getting ready to go to war, and um, some of the times it gets a little bit tasty between some of the players, especially Australia and New Zealand. Um, like they mm-hmm. get in each other's faces, but then when the Pacific Islanders do the hack to each other at the end, they usually uh, just kind of yeah. shake hands and give I mean, each other a hug. When we were in Hawaii, they even did it in Hawaii, and I don't know if how like if is it native to Hawaii as well? Like as does it go as far back as New Zealand and things like that? But when remember when we went to Hawaii, they did all the different dances and they did the hack as well. Yeah, I think look it. It's it's part of the the um, the lineage, right? So mm-hmm. some of it may have travelled, but I think they were just they were kind of saying that these are just some of our our ancestors and, and where yeah. we came from, and the different migrations that they had from the yeah uh, Pacific Southeast to to Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. So the Six Nations, do you know where that originated from? Because like I can, you know, I I I see. I guess the British Isles is that what you would call Scotland, Ireland, yeah. England, Wales. You know, like that makes a lot of sense. But I feel like, like France and Italy. Obviously, you're all part of Europe. But like, why not throw in Spain or Germany or you know? Yeah. Um, what? What? Good question. Yeah. Well, it, it originally was the four nations. How did France and Italy get in there? They just like snuck their way. Money. So who is who is predominant? Like not predominant, but who like is there someone who usually wins? You know, you know, like back in the day, it was yeah. like New England Patriots. So so growing up, um, I always remember that England was the dominant one, but it hasn't been like that. Is that because you were for England? Yeah, that's and there's there's probably an element of that. Um, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the list because. It, it has changed, and I think that's what makes it really strong. I'd, I'd love to see S- Scotland actually do um, well mm-hmm. this year because they, they, I don't know when. Um, hey, I'm for Scotland. Go, Scotland. So let's have a look. Uh, Who is in the lead right now for this year? Do you know? Uh, Scotland and Ireland. Woo! Scotland, and I have a little bit of Irish. So there we go. Okay, so um, Six Nations Championships. Um, so there's, there's 23rd, like, so it's saying that France have won the most, but that's because, so... Um, oh, bugger. 
So I say that France have won, won the most, but I, I think that's because it's on. You know, I'm I'm what thirty five, so I, I remember it before. It was just a five nations, um, but it's nations. it says it's it's a hundred and twenty eighth uh, edition. Uh huh. Yeah. So wait, why isn't it saying that? It really should. Um, so the one thing that's that's uh, really important is that the Grand Slam where you beat all the teams. That's kind of what. So, if you win like every game that you play, yeah, it's tough. Who last did it? Does it say France? France last what year. year. Oh, last year. Yeah. So the French are the uh, the defending champions. Um, but yeah, this year France have already been beaten. Oh, by who? Scotland. Ireland. <gasps> have Scotland and Ireland played? No. So that that will be kind of a. A deciding one. Yeah. So is Wales and England a pretty big game usually every year? Because uh, uh, Catherine William, you know, I know they're patrons, so it's a bit different, but they went last year with George. So is it usually a big game? And I think it's in Cardiff. I have no idea yeah, where well, Cardiff yeah, it, is. It, it switched Cardiff, it's capital of Wales. It's a uh, South, South oh, Wales. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so... It says here, Wales have won the championship the most times with, which I didn't realise this, 40 titles, 28 outright, 12 shared. But England have won the most outright titles with 29. Um, And it says, since the Six Nations era started in 2000, only Italy and Scotland have failed to win a Six Nations title. So I hope Scotland do it um, this time. But it's like, yeah, Italy's... Italy always are the, the drubbing boys. Um, actually, it says all-time table in terms of wins, like not the actual championships. This is how tight it is. Um, from playing 100 games, England's won 69, Ireland's won 66, France 61, Wales 57, and then Scotland 28 and Italy 12 in, in like kind of a, a 100 matches. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Italy usually gets hammered um which is a shame they're getting better they're getting better um argentina's another uh kind of country that's adopted rugby and started to become pretty good at it i think that the thing is it's like rugby is a big sport it's not as big as soccer but it is played um rugby's played in kenya it's it's got quite big in japan um so you've got your southern hemisphere your northern hemisphere teams and that's how they separate it canada's started to get more into to rugby as well um so I know it's different, and I know we have rugby here, but do you think if, like, the football players, football teams of America did, like, one America team, do you think they'd be decent in rugby? I know it's different. Um, so a, a lot of it... Like Christian yeah, 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 McCaffrey he, could still, like... Yeah, he could. Christian McCaffrey would be really, really good. Um, probably get some bigger calves. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... They have some, like, big legs. Yeah, because well, it's just the type of positions that you play. So there might be some, um, I'd say, uh, people that in the defensive line mm-hmm. would would be in there. But there's there has been some times people have said, oh, could you cross over from rugby to the NFL? Uh-huh. Um, kickers, it tends to. Um, they can do it. But like running backs would probably be the, the, the closest one. Mm-hmm. Um 
if if you are going to have any of them, it'd be the running backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, um, if anything? Uh, so the um, Kate got the patron of the Rugby Football League and Rugby Football Union. So she, she recently became the patron. Prince Harry was the previous patron, and we obviously know what all happened with him. And then William's the, the patron of the Welsh Rugby Union. Um, for us Americans, what does that mean? Like, if you're a patron, like, I know they're going to be there. I know they're going to root for their teams. And, and I know, you know, for me personally, I've seen them at events and things like that. But um, if there's any Americans that aren't as familiar with... Because in America, we don't have, like... People don't say, like, oh, I'm a patron of this charity or I'm a patron of... No, they do. It's just not as common. Not as common. So, you know, they're patrons well, of these leagues. you might say leagues. I'm a, an executive sponsor or something like that. Yeah. But, I mean... It, I, I, know, it, I know what you're saying. It, it's, it's not as common. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think it changes... Not changes anything, but what are your thoughts on that? And well, I think it gives it more exposure to that. That's the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Is that wherever the royals are going to be, there's going to be cameras. There's going to be a story in about it. So I think with any of the charities or institutions. So when the queen turned nineteen, two thousand and sixteen, um, she withdrew pretty much all of her patronages, and mm-hmm. that's when Harry got England. And uh, William got Wales. But prior to that, oh. they were all always at Twickenham, which is like the National Rugby Stadium in England. Um, and they were like avid England fans. Like when we won the World Cup, um, like they, everything like that. They've always been into rugby. And at Eton, rugby's the, you know, the, the main sport that they have there. It's not polo. No, I mean, they, they will play polo, but... Um, Rugby, rugby is a sport. So, how do you feel it going from Prince Harry to to Princess Catherine? Uh, I'm more attracted to the new patron. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I I think that for, for Harry, he this is the stuff like he'll really miss because he he did love this and like if you see images, videos, he's this this is part of the sacrifice um, that he's choosing to make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know we get into Harry and Meghan a lot. Um, he's just he's just keep the fire burning, though. He's not trying to, like, extinguish it. He's just keeping it going. That's all I'm going to say. I'll probably say more if the Baron says something, but... <laughs> yeah, um, so this, this one, I think what's interesting is, so I'm guessing because he's a Prince of Wales, that's why he's a patron of that... But because we don't have a Prince of Scotland or a Prince of Northern Ireland, or um, it's they, they don't have the patronage for Scotland. I guess that's that because yeah. I mean Ireland. Why? Such an yeah. Office. Why don't you have a Prince of Scotland? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Or well, Prince of Northern Ireland. Prin- yeah, I have no idea. Hmm. So Northern Irish players, and I could be wrong, play for Ireland. Okay, so you don't have like a Northern Ireland no. team. No. Okay. So I think I'm right with that, but if you're Northern Irish. And for our American listeners that might not be as familiar, Northern Ireland and Ireland are two separate countries. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, we, we touched on it right in a few of our episodes that the, um, you know, the Republic of Ireland 
doesn't want anything to do with uh, the yeah. British monarchy, but also wants Ireland to be just a whole yeah. island, which I understand. Well, that kind of gets us into a little bit of a, we're going to have the Baron's brother, who is Irish, what, in a few weeks? He's going to talk on the podcast, give us an Irish Four perspective. Weeks, yeah. 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 About a month, and then we'll also have his English brother as well. Um, so that should be fun, but we'll get, like, the, the true Irish perspective, which I'm really excited about because we and obviously he, don't get it from either of us. His Irish accent will come out as well. Oh, yes. We will have lots of wine in that episode. He's sort of talk, talk, talking, like, English. And I always thought that, you know, the bloody English... And that's why we want the Six Nations. Yeah. That's how we'll go. Yeah. Well, the Six Nations, will that wrap up by the time he's on the podcast? I think it will. Yeah. Okay. That's a shame. Because it'd have been great to watch uh, rugby with, yeah. with them here. But Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So we'll have some guests in a few weeks. And then maybe the Baron's dad as well. They're all coming to visit us. Yeah, see, uh, see which what, will be fun. What, uh, so, so we'll have a lot of um, British men, British and Irish men on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll be good. It'll be good to talk about it. So anyway, um, the the last thing that I'll say, oh, well, not the last thing. Uh, I have a couple more things to talk about the rugby, um, but the 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 thing with you know when they talk about Ireland as a separate country and stuff, when it comes to rugby, it is st- different. You know, Northern Irish players will play for Ireland, but also we have the British and Irish Lions, which is a team that gets together every four years and tours. Um, either New Zealand, Australia, um, or South Africa. And those three teams predominantly are the, are the strongest teams in the world uh, alongside of, um, I'd say, England, Wales, uh, and Ireland and France. You know, those four in the Northern Hemisphere versus this. And it, so it's a, it's a group of all of them, the best that come together um, every four years. So that red... I've got a red jersey of them that you'll have seen play. And then there's on the crest, mm-hmm. it's um, the, the thistle, the, the four-leaf clover, the rose, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the um, side of the dragon or the daffodil. Anyway, so, um, yeah, th- there's a few different pieces with it. So we also have rugby union and rugby league. Yeah, I was wondering about why are there two, but there's only the Welsh union. There's not like a Welsh football league, or at least that, William's patron of yeah um and I don't know if they do have a football league I don't think they do so why why do you have two was it because the Irish don't have a football a rugby league so what happened was uh, I think it was in 1895 so rugby started as rugby football in around about 1850 and then in 1895 um there was issues with players getting paid uh-huh um, and basically separated so that there was a professional league and an amateur league. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's what separated. They always wanted the game to be amateur and never be paid and, and stuff like that. So rugby league, which should be the, like the, the professional one and the, the more popular one, the rules were uh, a little bit different. It's not as fluid. Uh-huh. So the way that it works differently. So when you see them playing rugby... They never stop, right? Sometimes you have to, they'll kick and it's, but it's just fluid. Yeah. In um, rugby league, you have six 
basically like kind of a little bit close to American football. You have basically six attempts to get it down the field without being mm-hmm. tackled, mm-hmm. and then you've either got to kick it or mm-hmm. and, and so on. So it, it's a little different. So it's not as popular. But rugby league is the working class rugby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, uh, typically all that the majority of the teams are in the north mm-hmm. of the country. Mm-hmm. So where I'm from, you know, it's it's popular. And we, we do have rugby union clubs. And then rugby union, which is like Bath, Gloucester, Leicester, um, Saracens, who um, Steps Mum's nephew plays for. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, mm-hmm. You know, Charlie. Yep. So, uh, and he started to play for England uh, Sevens. Yep. Which is a, um, a the quicker version of Rugby Union. So that that's kind of how it's separated. But one thing that I'll always say about Rugby Union is you get to hear the conversations that they have with the referees, mm-hmm. which you don't in soccer, because usually you'd catch up a lot of, um, like cursing and, and stuff like that. And Are there's they just a lot nicer. With it's yeah, the, what they say is um, soccer is a gentleman's game played by hooligans and rugby is a uh, hooligans game played by gentlemen. And the, and what you usually see is that the the level of respect in rugby is they don't ever back talk. Yeah. To the ref and those mm. individuals that do, you like. Ugh. Yeah. So that that's something that's really interesting, and that's again why it's closer to the royal family. Because of uh. the standard of that kind of more gentleman piece, the mm-hmm. the history it ties in with, like Eton College, and those those schools, like well, yeah, I mean, I think on was it Netflix? I know we watched for a hot second. We only watched a couple episodes. It might have not been about the rugby. English game. Yeah, no, it might have. But that was about Eton as well. Yeah, yeah, but I remember it was Eton and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah, so that, that that's kind of the biggest connection is, and then um, typically the public schools, like the um, the, the schools that you pay for, what we, we class as private, um, their their main sport is rugby. They, they never. We used to play um, a team that was uh, a private school, and they were really good at rugby, but crap at um, football. And we used to whoop them at football every single time. Um, yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah. Well, the US would not be good at either, but you play us at football. Or baseball. The USA, I think, made the they made the last Rugby World Cup. Do we? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, all our athletes go to it's money. football, basketball. It's money, ba- yeah. I mean, base baseball. That's where you make that's where you make the money, and you have longevity, yeah. at least in the US. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, top paying one is baseball. Yeah. Um, well, that's it. That's all I have. Um, well, nice, nice. Wait, so you didn't ask a question. We're going to wrap this thing up because we're going to come back to the royals. What do you think about Princess Kate, Princess Catherine being the patron? Oh, yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah. It's really, I mean, she's going to be passionate about it, so she yeah. enjoys it. I'd, I'd we're going to watch the game tomorrow? Yes, we will. Okay. Um, see if you're up. Can't wait to see. Wait, what time is it at our time? Uh, let's have a look. I'm going to have to be up. I can't wait to see the fashion of Kate. I know there has been some royal predictions of what she's going to wear. So it's, I, I thought it's, it's a prime time one. So it's uh, 9.45 our time. Oh, okay. So. We'll be good. We're all going to, we're going to watch it as a family. Maybe, well, you, well, our family, um, our son and our daughter, and I think you, don't you all have outfits for this? 
And I have a spare uh, one for you as well if you want it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Scotland, so <laughs> I'll wear. So you're going to have three of us in the house supporting England and your Scotland? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Represent. Well. Okay, well, I think the Baron wants to play his last song. So before we wrap, again, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Dutch and Baron, D U C H and Baron. And we also have a Substack, Dutch and that you can get our podcasts and blog posts and all our content. And thanks again for listening. And if you like the episode, give us five stars. Give us feedback. Um, We really enjoy doing this, but we'd love to talk to the royal listeners and royal community about all this stuff. I really enjoy it. The Baron secretly does too. So thank you again and have a good week.